Hello and welcome to SEO SES. You are with myself, Sarah McDowell, SEO specialist at LikeMind Media. And with me, I have Hannah Wellings, who is the SEO manager at Soak.com. We'd like you to think of us as the GI Janes of the SEO world, as each week we will pick a topic and discuss, debate. Yes, sometimes we don't see eye to eye, but we have a jolly good debate and yeah. This show is brought to you by the team at LikeMind Media. LikeMind Media helps clients find their audience and start having conversations with them, whether that's on social media, video, content, or even podcasts just like this one. We're using their podcasting equipment right now. They're super lovely people who take time to understand your business and think like you. Hannah, how are we doing? Yeah, good. I feel like um, after being off work, coming back to work has been crazy. Ah, this is the uh, first podcast, isn't it, since Christmas? Yeah. It does feel like a long time. It does. So five day a week seems, I don't know, just wrong. Just wrong. Yeah. Just wrong. Well, I was quite lucky because um, I went back to work for three days and then had a week off because it was my birthday and it's only right that you stretch your birthday as long as you can, nice, aren't you? Nice. So it's not even a special birthday, but I'm a bit of a princess. So. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, that was good. Been here, there and everywhere because each year I'm like, okay, this birthday I'm just going to chill, not do anything. Yeah. But then as soon as that week comes and I've got no plans, yeah. oh my God, we need to plan. <laughs> so we've been to Cumbria, we've been to Scotland, we've been to London, literally crammed a hell of a lot in. Wow, in the week. a lot so, of miles in as well. A lot of miles, a lot of miles. The countdown is down for you, um, your wedding. Yes, not long how's, to go. How's that going? Five weeks on Monday. I would say it went. it's going quite well. So we had a, a, a mini panic last weekend because all the little things that you think okay well I'll leave that till closer to the time it suddenly became closer to the time and, and I realized that we hadn't done them so things like where people are sitting and you know. people can just find a seat and sit down <laughs> no, that's the problem they really can't <laughs> we need to help people yeah do you want to tell people what we're doing tomorrow which so is quite exciting tomorrow is uh our, well my Hindu I'll say our Hindu it's our just, Hindu yes me and Hannah are getting married <laughs> Dom's out of the picture I've worked my magic we've fallen in love over the podcast so <laughs> SEO has that effect <laughs> literally <laughs> um no so tomorrow is the Hindu so there's, there's there's nine of us and um we're going Climbing and abseiling outside mm. in the rain. Wait, and I I'm, I just have no idea what to expect from the day. No, so. I, th- I expect a lot of people not to be friends with me afterwards. I can't <laughs> believe, firstly, we've got nine of us to actually agree to do it. And then secondly, it, it seems like everybody's actually going to go. Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. And I'm just going <laughs> to throw myself off uh, cliffs. And <laughs> obviously attached to stuff, but you've just got to get into it, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, throw yourself into it, literally. So on today's podcast, what we thought we'd do was sort of discuss, like, because there's so much that you can do when it comes to SEO, it can be hard to know where to start, just because it's like finding a needle in the haystack. Exactly. Like, where, where do you begin? Do you start with link building? Do you need to, like, sort out your web- website so it's SEO friendly? Do you need to crack on with content? So what we've kind of put together is like a bit of an action plan. Yeah, so it's a very basic cheat sheet, really. Yeah, basically steps of what we would suggest to do and where to start. Shall we Shall we start with the start? Start yes. with the start? Let's <laughs> start at the start. That's a good idea. So uh, what what we what we found has worked in the past 
is to always give the website a really good technical foundation. And what I mean by that isn't uh, necessarily like a really techie website, it could be very simple, but make sure that there's not lots of errors with the website, there's not lots wrong with it, it's really easy to navigate. For example, it doesn't take seven clicks from the homepage mm. to find what you're actually looking for, especially if you really want to rank for that thing. Don't hide things, make sure it's easy to get to it, um, make sure other pages are linking to it. One, because Again, it helps with uh, actually being able to navigate the site, but two, it, sort of, it helps Google to see that page in a high esteem. A very good example of that is, say you've got a very important page on your website, but it's not, users can't get to it from the main navigation. You would link to it from other pages to tell Google, hey, this is a really important page. Mm -hmm. So for example, you could do like a feature on your homepage yep. about the content, or you could just make sure that on um, other pages that you can navigate to, you've got a link. Um, I think you've got an example of where you've done this for your company. Yeah, so uh, if, if say for example, you're not ranking for something at all, a really good way of kickstarting that rank is to make sure that you're linking to it from pages on your site which have got a high authority so obviously yes homepage really really important uh, that's the one that a lot of people will always see so that one's a really good one to link from but then if you've got say uh, whatever whatever the next page is that people then click on the most or spend the most time on link to it from that mm. and it doesn't have to be I don't know, necessarily anchor text or anything like that. It could just be, uh, I don't know, a graphic. Another good example um, is one of my clients. They did a um, FAQ type blog and we realised um, that looking at Google Analytics that that was actually performing quite well organically. So I suggested, right, we need to get this onto the main navigation because yep. it's an important page. FAQs always work well. So if, if you've got an FAQ page on your website or a blog that's not on your main menu yep get it on there because people at the end of the day they go to google to find solutions to problems they ask questions and a, an faq is a great way to answer that definitely and yeah so other bits and bobs with your technical foundation is fundamental is can google access and index your website so that's where the technical bit comes in as well so that's where we can use one of our favorite tools is screaming frog yep your site. Yep. Screaming Frog will tell me if a page is indexable or not, and then it will tell you why it's not indexable. And if a page and a group of pages aren't indexable, then you've got a problem yeah. <laughs> there because unless that's... you mean them not to be. But well, yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, but if it's the main pages, so yeah, that's that's what we're talking about with the technical foundation. Yeah, so we're looking at things specifically like four hundred four pages. So that's when you've got oops, there's an error. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's okay to have a four hundred four. Yes. So if for example, there is a group of products that you don't sell anymore and you're not going to sell anymore in the future. That's okay. See, I would I would say that that needs to be a 410 in that case. Okay. Because then it will tell Google that it's gone forever rather than just... Leaving it. You can't find it. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, if you do leave it, eventually Google will drop it out of its index, but it takes a long time. So I'm guessing with the 410, that's just a way of saying to Google. Rather away, than, yeah. Yeah, rather than guessing. When you would do a redirect is, say you've got a page that no longer exists, I don't know, like it's an event that's been and gone, or I don't know, it's like a something that you did sell, but you don't anymore. If that page has got a lot of links to it, and it's quite authoritative in yep. Google, I wouldn't be so hesitant to say this doesn't exist anymore. 
have a think of where you can redirect that to or can you make a page for the time being yeah exactly or, so, just, so if it was a specific sale period or something yes. like that you could link it to your offers page that's permanently on the site something like that exactly so anything else that we need to yeah talk about? just Re- things technical. like um so making sure so we've talked before about page titles and h1s being really really important so making sure that they aren't all the same yeah it's amazing how many websites will have page titles that all say website.com okay <laughs> on everyone and it doesn't tell anybody what's on that page so really really easy thing to do obviously change that i'm guessing that's because of the template or Probably, something yeah like, say someone's uh, created their own website and they've bought a theme from wordpress or yeah. something like that and it's like yeah, a default a yeah. default so you have a look in uh, yeah that's a really good point on that actually um, and similarly with H- h1s so make sure they're not all the same yeah. You're going to use one. Don't use the same one on two different pages. How's anybody going to know which one you actually want that page to be? Yeah, don't confuse Google. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't. That's a really good start. Number one, don't confuse Google. That's yeah. what we mean. Technical foundation. Technical foundation. Can Google crawl it? Can it index it? Can it easily understand what the page is about? Can it about? find its way around the site? And a nice little tip, we'll move on to the to next point, um, but if you are going down the route of creating your own website, get either your mum, your dad, your grandma, your granddad, yep. give them a little task and say, look, um, we want you to come onto the website that I've put together and find the specific item. If they can't find it, then you've, that's not, it right. you've yeah. not done it right because you need to make that website accessible for everyone. So yep. Great. that's a little... And once you've done that, so once you're completely satisfied and actually it's in a really good state, then you start actually looking at the content on your site. Yes. Um, So if you've already got content, a good place to start is to prune it. So, and what I mean by that is looking at whether you've got any hits to it, whether people actually ever look at it. If, fair enough, if you've written a blog and it's an orphan page, by that I mean they've not got any of the internal links that we spoke about before. You've probably never really given it a chance to be found and clicked on. So if, if it's a decent piece of content, keep that. However, if you've linked from it from the homepage, if you've given it a content asset somewhere, and then if you've uh, promoted it on social media and it's still not getting clicks, get rid of it. Mm. You've, you've literally flogged a dead horse. <laughs> Which is never going to work. No. And a good way of looking into how well your content and pages are performing is going into Google Analytics. That's what I would do. Yeah, absolutely. In the pages um, report. One way that you can check whether it's um, performing organically is to look at entrances and also look at um, landing page landing pages and what's the word acquisition? Is it acquisition? <laughs> yeah, source. Yeah, acquisition uh, source. Yeah. So looking. Uh, so are people coming to your website? Because they're finding you on Google, or is it because uh, I don't know they're finding you on Facebook, social media? Is it because you're doing paid email, like yeah, exactly. uh, pay? Have you got a paid ad sort of thing? So yeah, have a look. It's if it's doing well organically, it will tell you, and then if it's ranking well organically, then you know that it the content's going for the right keyword. Um, and then another thing to bear in mind is to look at time average time on page and your as well rate, and yeah. bounce rate because if you're sending in a lot of people an exit rate so a little bit different uh, a bounce rate basically means um someone comes on your page onto a page and straight back off it without clicking anywhere exit rate is just like how many people exit from that yes page. and maybe they haven't got a link to anywhere else yeah. to go or nowhere that actually makes sense to go to i see a missed opportunity on people's websites where um they'll write a blog 
and there'll be no links There's to no go, call to action no call to action so yeah. a nice little thing that I I always suggest to clients is um, when someone comes to an end of a blog and say something like if you found this interesting, here's another blog on the same subject. Yep, yep. And there's your internal link, which is helping that other blog. Exactly, yep. exactly. It's all linking. <laughs> it's all linking. The other thing to think about with the content, so as you're pruning it, just see if you can improve it. So have you used H2s in there? Are there H3s? Um, if, if there are H2s in there already, do they actually make sense? Are they adding any value to the page? And what I mean by that is if you see a H2 that says what's next... Just throw the computer out of the window. <laughs> I mean, that's a very expensive uh, tactic there. So. Well, that's how it makes me feel because <laughs> what's next could apply to any industry, any situation, anybody. It doesn't actually tell you anything about that page. It's a complete waste of H2. Yeah. So Don't maybe say, uh, what keyword next or... Um, where to go next if it's a, a location or something mm. like that just keep it going and don't waste a heading on something that is not relevant to anybody or anything okay so to uh link in with what hannah's saying look at keyword optimization within that content of the page and um make sure that you're not uh, heavily keyword stuff in but make sure that you're you are mentioning the keyword so google knows that that page is meant to be ranking for that um also use synonyms long tail keywords google's very intelligent nowadays and will know related yeah uh, keywords and stuff that you're using and you're putting in your content google's always doing updates to its algorithms that sort of focuses on the content so what i would do is go on your google analytics and use a tool called barracuda which uh, we've spoke about before because with barracuda it will sort of pinpoint all the algorithm updates that have happened and it will track your traffic to say that there's been a content algorithm update mm-hmm. and you've seen a drop in your traffic then you know oh something's a bit fishy here Google yeah doesn't my, like content my content must not be deemed worthy enough exactly and also uh, competitors as well so um have a look how your content is ranking compared to your competitors yeah that's a really um, good point. and if you're just below how can you improve? How yours? can you improve? Yeah. Like, can you whack? I don't know. Um, An infographic, stats, yeah, uh, a video on there. Video is yeah. always really Just extra good. Extra value, really. Extra value. Is there? Is the competitors' content a bit thin? Is it linked to from other pages? Is it, is it linked to? A, yeah. So have a look at what they're doing, um, and look at what your page isn't doing, and also what else you could offer yeah. as value to that end user. Uh, so the next point is click through rate. So once you've done all of that, your website is absolutely beautiful uh, there's no reason why nobody would want to click on it it's mm-hmm. got all the keywords in there that you need it reads brilliantly uh, it technically there's absolutely nothing wrong with it or very little wrong with it so then you look at well, okay well, well we, we should be ranking for this why is nobody clicking through yeah um, and that's when you can look at your your metadata so that really is when you when you're looking on google you've typed something in the information that then pops up is your metadata. So you've got your meta title or mm-hmm. your page title and your meta description. So if that isn't compelling enough or it doesn't actually describe what's on the page well enough, you can't really expect people to click through. And sim- similarly, if it isn't highly relevant to what's on the page, that's where you get your bounce rate. And you should always, always be testing, reviewing, refreshing uh, your, things like your meta description yeah. because you need to know what's working well with people who are coming across your page on search engines. And if you've got 
budget to play with, a nice little tactic would be run some ads and test different... Just test the copy. Yeah, yeah. test the copy, test some meta, uh, some meta descriptions that you want to use on your page. Yeah. It's a quicker way yeah. than organically testing. So. Yeah, definitely. And not only that, but say, for example, you've got a choice between two different keywords. So say, I don't know, shower enclosure or shower cubicle. Mm. You can see which one actually makes people want to click more. And a good rule of thumb is whenever you're writing your metadata, so your title tags or meta description, again, look at your competitors. So um, search for the keyword, see where you're coming up in comparison to your competitors and what they're yep. writing in their metadata. And and always think, how you, how can you stand out? Yeah, yeah. What can you say that's compelling enough to like grab? Because it's about grabbing people's attention isn't yeah, it yeah and... think about emotion as well so say for example you're a law firm and your competitor says free first free initial consultation or free initial appointment or something like mm. that and you don't say that at all your contact page just says this is contact and that's the meta descriptions and the page title on that is how to contact us whereas theirs is arrange your free consultation who's going to get the click I think we all know the answer to that <laughs> one don't we <laughs> And a thing that you do have to be careful about, and I know that we joke because you say that I talk clickbait. <laughs> yes, Sarah talks in clickbait. And how would you explain what clickbait is? <laughs> so it's like a teaser. So it's sort of to say, you'll never guess what happened to me today. And then... Tell us more, Sarah. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's what happens. So in a, in a headline or something like that, it could say, um, the most shocking thing that happened to... Uh, I don't know, the 74-year-old lady in her whole lifetime, you'll never believe what it was. And then you have to click through to read. But you have to be careful with clickbait because people have used it negatively yeah. in the past. So they'll say, um, come and look at, I don't know, who's very good-looking male that would be good-looking naked. <laughs> Tom Tom Cruise. I don't think I'm allowed to say. Uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah, go for him. Yeah, okay, yeah. let's go for Channing Tatum. Say, <laughs> say for example, clickbait could be, click here to see topless shots of Channing Tatum. Never seen blah, blah, blah. before. Never seen before. Or, oh, Channing Tatum on holiday in a secret location. Yes. Okay. Um, he goes on a nudist speech. <laughs> click here, sort of thing. This is where clickbait doesn't work because... If you've just solely done that to get people's attention to click through and it's a picture of, I don't know, a pig in red booties, <laughs> then that's not relevant. Yeah. You've just, yeah. So make sure, like, obviously you want to make it compelling and emotive, but don't deceive and like, because if people are expecting something, they click on your page and that's not what they get. Yep. They're going to go elsewhere. Google's going to cotton on to this. Yeah, it's going to put you down the rankings. Well exactly. So. Very good point. I bet everyone's picturing Channing Tatum on a beach right now. With a or, pig. <laughs> or a pig in booties. <laughs> I think that's a uh, Cards Against Humanity card. I think that's where I've Is it? come up in my head. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I'm not that, just crazy in my head. <laughs> um, talking about crazy. No, not really. <laughs> That would have been a nice link. Um, so the next point is about user experience. Yes. So I think we've mentioned before that user experience and SEO work massively hand in hand. So this isn't the point to come after technical foundation, content and click-through rate. It's actually the point to be thinking about all of the time. Yes. So we spoke before about being able to find what you're looking for on the site, about click depth. Um, we've, and in a previous podcast, we've banged on about page load time, mm -hmm. how long it takes to click through, all that kind of thing. Um but just think about the journey that a, a customer or a user is going to take on your site. Mm. And if it isn't easy, if it isn't obvious, 
Um, if it's not interesting, then th there's a problem there. So everything about that is user experience and for, for SEO to work properly. And I don't mean getting people to the site. Yes, that's half, half the job. Once they're on the site, you don't want that organic traffic to, dis to be negative because they click straight back off again because they don't know where to go. So you kind of got to see it through a little bit. And that's where user experience comes in. Easy way to think of user experience is say you've got a blog, you've written, optimized for keywords, key phrases. Rather than just having paragraphs and reams of text mm -hmm. for people to read, obviously that's not going to be good user experience. So yes, it's going to like may send traffic to that page, but when people are on there, mm. they're going to be like, I'm not reading all this. No, yeah. And then they go elsewhere. And easy ways of doing that is to sort of, that's where your um, headings comes in. That's where like you break down your content into yeah. like short, manageable paragraphs. <laughs> um, you put bullet points in, you put pictures, yes. put a video in. If you can put a video, if you've got a quote or a stat, make it look like a quote or a stat yeah. so user experience people think oh I don't have um I can't design a website I can't make things flashy and fly in from the pit and stuff like that it doesn't necessarily mean that it's yeah. just how can what can you do to make the content or user that experience page better. Yeah, yeah exactly how can you make that better for them um and ultimately if you've got that on your mind then you're only going to be winning because that's what Google wants at the end of the day. Exactly. So always think user experience. And also, just one more point and then we'll move on. <laughs> um, so obviously, um, a user experience or a customer journey might make sense to you. But then when it actually comes to a customer... Mm, that's a very good point, yeah. And they can't get to where they need to be, yeah. then just because it makes sense for you for that, journey it might not be so that's where linking back to the first bit about getting your mum your dad yeah, your grandma definitely. your granddad to like test how to get something it's all about testing sort of thing and just because you think this is this makes the most sense it might not be you might be a bit too close to it because yeah. you obviously know your industry inside and out and you've made the website as yeah. well so you get you're gonna think oh this is easy yeah. but yeah and take the criticism well yeah <laughs> oh and is it called hot jar there's a tool i think it's called hot jar hot jam hot something or whether like, <laughs> no i'm pretty sure it's hot jar but it basically it does like a heat map um uh, so obviously you need to it works like google analytics in the sense of you have something tracking on the back end so obviously you let hot jar run for six months a year it will basically have a heat map of where most people Excellent. end up so um for example say so this goes back to the user experience and journey say for example you've got a page but people have to scroll all the way to the bottom to buy or subscribe or to book a ticket you can see with this hot jar of how far people are scrolling and if people are not scrolling down to where that call to action is yeah you need to put it higher yeah sort of thing uh, so the next point is linking okay so we've talked loads about internal linking just now we have um and now it's time to talk about external linking because ultimately always going to be the bread and butter yes no <laughs> <laughs> well it's, it's just as important as everything else we've yes, spoken about yes, really yeah. um, i only said that because there's so many people are like link building's dead you don't do it anymore yeah and it's still very important yeah um, and even if you don't way. believe that you do it chances are you probably 
your website probably is good enough that it just does it organically. Yeah. People probably still link to your site without you even trying. Which exactly. Which then moves you up Especially anyway. if you're making amazing content. Exactly. And people are like, right, we need to right, hone in on this. Yeah. Amazing, yeah. Or amazing product. So um, just really briefly touching on linking. Um, the, the point of that really is a recommendation. So me linking to Sarah's website basically says that, that my website thinks that Sarah's website is good. Mm. It's legitimate. It's just where they you can yeah you're gonna get good information from going here. That's it. And if it's not good, then I wouldn't be linking to it. So no. if you've got websites that have a, a high authority in Google's eyes, so say something like the BBC or a university, and that happens to be linking to your website, chances are Google's going to say, "Oh, this must be a really legitimate website. Mm. It's it's a good website, especially if you've done everything else we've just spoken about." So make sure that you actually work on some links. Whether it's through an agency, and to be honest, if you've never done it before, I'd recommend at least trying that to start off with. Link building takes so much time, resource. Yeah. And if you, if you can, if your time can be spent better elsewhere, like growing the business. Or even just or writing the content or giving, content. giving points on that content. Because yeah. you know your business inside and out. You, you create something that's shareable. Then you send it to an agency. They've got the contacts. They know how best to pitch that. And they can send it in for you and then try and secure the link. I'm thinking uh, because linking is such a key topic and we should maybe do a whole podcast yep. on maybe that should That's be the sound of my pen one. picking. <laughs> and it's getting getting down some notes. I love um, a plan. Yes. So maybe the next one will actually because um, it can be hard to know how to actually write her pen has exploded people it's got too excited so excited and her pen's gone everywhere if anybody from my work is listening to this they'll know that that's probably true something regarding uh, content happened today um and, and i just i got so excited i said it's just made my day and every, i think everybody thinks i'm a complete loser but they don't love seo like i do <laughs> you may be a loser but you're our loser <laughs> You're not a loser. <laughs> so uh, we will do, the next podcast will be on link building and how to do it because it can be hard. Yeah, yeah it can either be a massive success or a huge gigantic flop. And sometimes it's just thinking a bit differently and a bit outside the box yeah. sort of thing. So, but we'll, yeah, we'll do that. Perfect. Okay, well, the next and final oh, point. But just while we're on <laughs> external links. Okay. And then we will move on. Go on, I'm yeah. sorry. I'll let you move Hannah's, on. Hannah's rolling her eyes at No, I just, I just feel silly. Um, <laughs> When we're talking about uh, external linking, one thing that I would keep an eye on is if anyone's, if you've got any spammy links. Yes, going very to good point. Site, yeah, and then we'll move on. Just because not um, not every having, link is a good link. Yeah, having bad links is just as detrimental as doing no link building at all, sort of thing. And you might have, I don't know, annoyed someone down the line, and like I'm going to do some negative SEO. I think we've talked about this when yeah, Don was yeah. a guest. Um, but people can be quite horrible and like build spammy links to you, which is yeah. Um, but if you're nice people. Hopefully, yeah, you won't. But I'm blabbing anyway. Uh, but use Moz, and I think does Hrefs and Semrush. Yeah. yeah. So there's a couple of tools out there that sort of analyze your backlink profile, and it will have its own. Like Moz has its own sort of algorithm or score of what they deem as spammy or not. Always look at that, um, and then obviously the tool will give you a list of the links that are pointed to your website that is spammy. And then you obviously go down the route. You've got to um, obviously put some time and effort contacting 
websites to get that link taken off. And then once you've done all that and you've got some like websites that have been a bit arsey, then you go down the disavow mm-hmm. route. So that's there's a tool within Google called the disavow tool. And it's basically you upload links that you want Google to disavow. So basically ignore these links. If you linking. can't find it, because funnily enough, I found it quite difficult to find. Just Google disavow tool. There we go. There we go. So Hannah, I will let you move on now before before you like shake me. Yeah. <laughs> Throw my pen at you. Um, <laughs> the exploding pen. <laughs> uh, so the final point is measurement and testing. So you shouldn't just be doing all of this blindly thinking that it's working. Consistently check. Make sure that you actually report on things just so that you can see whether it's working, basically. I am mm. I am not the best person at reporting I, I I don't really like the whole reporting process I love the an- analyzing it afterwards but bringing all the data together can can be hard work to be honest and I think it's worth it every single time mm. really is 100% worth it so make sure that whether it's on a weekly monthly basis quarterly basis if you really really can't haven't got the time make sure that you actually report on your key statistics so the ways of the best ways of measuring what's happening um so whether that's measuring how many 404s you've got how how bad or good your click depth is whether any page titles are duplicates or not mm. from the first point and then from the content point of view how many clicks are you getting on that are people staying on the page are they bouncing back off how much of a page value has it got if you're in e-commerce and then from a click rate point of view google search console will show you everything you need to know about whether your metadata is working or not so then it will show you how many impressions you're getting so that's how many times you're showing up in search and what the click rate is for that and if it's massively off if it's a huge disparity between those two graphs then you know there's probably something going on there and then ux so if People are, like you said, from a heat map or something like that, if, if people aren't quite getting to um, the call to action or maybe they're putting everything in the basket but not actually buying anything, just keep an eye on that as well. So they see, and then obviously, sorry, links as well. How many have you got? How many of your competitors got? Are they many, decent links? If you've lost any on the way, yeah. why are they lost? Is anybody zooming ahead of you? Is that yeah. because they've created amazing content? Or maybe it's just because you've uh, you've no longer got a page or you've created a new page and you've not told that. Yeah, maybe you've deleted a page which has got yeah. a load of really good links on, which you should never do. <laughs> never ever do. <laughs> um, but with measure, measure, measuring and testing, so with SEO, especially if you're just starting with it, it's all about setting small goals and targets yeah so at the end of week one what do you want to achieve at the end like then a month then three months then yeah. six months because I always find if you set yourself little benchmarks and little targets okay so at the end of three months we want to be here when you get to those three months are you here yeah. yes no if you are great what's the next plan let's and what's move the it on what's the impact of that being yeah. so even if it's just changing or making sure that every image on your site has got alt text yeah then measure how well those images were showing up in search beforehand compared to how they are a month or two later and then also um, if you're not quite where you are why is that is something um, that you've done actually had a detrimental effect to your website have you over SEO'd Uh, (laughs) I don't know that sounds stupid no that's a really good point whenever I make a change especially if it's a a change I'm not 100% sure about I'll always keep the old version whether it's in a spreadsheet or something like that just so that if it doesn't quite work you can just revert it back and then um, if you log date and time of when you've done that yeah. as well when you, you can do it yeah um, when you're using a tool like barracuda 
um, to find out like if traffic has dropped because of an update or an algorithm mm-hmm. and you say, okay, that coincides with the change that I've done. Yeah. It all sort of links together. Yeah, nice. So, so yeah. Uh, so we hope that gives you a quite... Yeah, so it's whistle, a, we call it a whistle stop tour of, yeah, of the where to begin with SEO. There are obviously a lot of other things that you could be doing, but yes. if you if you if you at least make a start with these, then you should be going right. Yes, exactly. And then once you've mastered all this, then um, then you can move on and achieve more things. Get even more technical. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. So uh, moving on to our lovely feature. <gasps> This is always my favourite part. <laughs> so, obviously, if you're, if this is the first episode that you're listening to, where have you been? Where have you been? No, just joking. <laughs> Jokes. So, uh, each week we do a little feature. So, either I test Hannah or Hannah tests me, and then there's little forfeits for the loser. Loser. We haven't actually arranged a forfeit this time, have we? We haven't. So, quickly thinking on the spot, we are recording this podcast in my front room, and I see a lot of chocolate so that loser has to eat as many chocolates as they can in a minute. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm thinking wedding diet, wedding diet. <laughs> Not the wedding diet. <laughs> uh, oh, I know what I quite like. Okay. Do you call them a, a power lunge where you like jump lunge? Oh God, okay, yeah. I'm wearing a dress so you will actually see too much. But Wow, you're just going to have to win, aren't you, Hannah? <laughs> We're paralunging. Okay. Or look away. And it's a podcast. No one's going to see you. Okay, fine. <laughs> Keep thinking about the pig with the red booties and it'll all be fine. Imagine a pig in red booties paralunging. <laughs> Imagine Channing Tatum. There we on go. <laughs> Much better material. Okay. So, so what's the future? So now that we've literally just finished on measurement, I'm going to ask you to give me, I think five ways is, five is too little i was going to say five ways to measure seo in a minute i have had a week off work so i mean i'm going to say seven do you think that sounds seven in a minute yeah i've got to give you seven ways to measure seo in a minute yeah okay um so time starts now okay uh time on page in google analytics yep keyword rankings in semrush yep traffic within google analytics can't all be ga but yeah moz allows you to test metadata um so if you've got missing title tags meta descriptions google search console find out what what terms specific pages are being found for um also with google search console you can check things like click-through rate um and things like that how am i doing um, barracuda. Am I allowed barracuda? I think you're going to have to have barracuda. Because uh, I've said that so many times. So obviously that's <laughs> testing, like if your website is tro- uh, dropped in traffic because of a update or algorithm. Stop. You literally just made seven. Hey! So you you gave us time on page in Google Analytics. And yeah. Oh, oh it's exploded it. again. It's pen. Um, anyway, carry on. Time, time on page for Google Analytics. Obviously, if there's not a lot of time, it's not a very good page. Keyword rankings in SEMrush, great. Traffic in GA, so how many sessions you've got. Moz for your metadata. Explain that one for me. Yeah, so basically, uh, Moz allows you, uh, it will sort of have a look at your website and tell you if you've got like missing title tags, meta descriptions, Fab. things like that. Um, it, it will also tell you if they're too long, too short, stuff like that. That's what I was going for. Great. And then Google Search Console, so terms the pages are found for. So that's just by inputting a query. And then click through rate also in Google, Google Search Console and Barracuda. 
Bar- I love a bit of Barracuda. Have a think everybody should look by now. <laughs> what other- would you have added then? Well, I'd written some down just in case, and I'd gone for search engine ranking positions. Okay. Um, and then domain authority. Ah, oh, yeah. Click through rate, which you did say. Yeah. Uh, bounce rate for when you've made on page changes. Oh, did I say bounce rate? Uh, you said time on page. So time it's very, page. very yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. Um, quality Great links lines. and referring domains. Uh, conversion rate by keyword or phrase. Okay. Which I love. Um, love, love, love. <laughs> how much organic traffic you've got compared to other traffic sources. Yeah. Uh, share a voice. Oh. So you might need a bit more specialist uh, equipment for that. Okay. Yeah. Systems. Software. Uh, yes, thank you. Um, and then pages indexed in Google. So you can do like a, a site search. Yes. So um, oh, I can't think of the top of my head, but basically in Google, there's a little um, phrase or uh term that you put in and it will basically google will show all the pages um that it's got indexed and then you can say right it's only indexed 10 pages but i've got exactly five thousand. so there's a reason why maybe that you've got robots or they're just not good enough i've realized what you're doing right now what you're stalling (laughs) you're meant to be getting into position to do these uh power right so five on each leg okay so you go one two Okay, yeah. she's going to parallel and I'm looking away because she's be in a dress. Because I've got boots on. Booties. Okay. Oh, okay. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Does that sound like an elephant or quite graceful? Very graceful. And I didn't look. I didn't look. <laughs> Thank you. Do not worry. I kept my modesty. <laughs> <laughs> we should when we've been going for a year we should do before and after because I'm hoping we'll be quite hench by the end yeah that's a good point we're it's doing really forfeits good for our health. exactly yeah. exactly and I think people right next time next one that you listen to join in and if you get it wrong there we go do a forfeit as well and let us know because that would oh, be gosh. dangerous <laughs> yes don't do it in your car don't do it we don't want to get into trouble okay. right so uh, that brings us to the end yes. of um, this week's podcast I've really enjoyed it I very much enjoyed it too so thank you for joining us if you want to get in contact you can email Sarah at sarah at likemind.media or you can tweet her at Sarah McDuck mm-hmm. which is uh, Sarah MCDUK or we're, we are now also on Twitter right? yeah yep, so S-E-O-S-A-S. Yes. Uh, it's got an underscore, hasn't it? It you, has. Yeah. For one of, one of those. <laughs> um, or just find us on LinkedIn and have a chat. Yeah. Uh, Hannah Wellens and Sarah McDowell. Um, if you have enjoyed it, please let us know. Uh, give us a cheeky review. Thank you, you very much to the person who has given us a Yes. Review. Yes. The pocket pp pocket we don't know who you are but thank you very much yeah, we do really appreciate that. Uh, no we do we really really do because ultimately those reviews um tell us that we're actually doing what what we set out to achieve with these podcasts yeah. so thank you and let your friends know about us you'll be yeah. surprised who loves seo yeah <laughs> closet seos out there but yes uh, we shall see you next week bye